Hey, it's Wilmgard here with Miniado. Hey, and this is the FFBE Podcast. So, we missed a podcast last week, so this week we're going to be bringing you two episodes, actually. We're going to do a quick little thing this time. So, so this one's going to be a quick... A uh, quick podcast just to cover what's currently going on, the King Mog event, and a few of the hot topics of the week. So diving right into it, we have, <clears throat> first of all, the Shrine of Ru Avital, which is a Final Fantasy XI event, basically the third, second or third one they've put out. I think the previous ones we've had have been raids and this i think this is the first king mog that we've had for final fantasy 11 this is the first king mog you're right so this event like any other king mog basically you're going in there you're farming some pretty interesting enemies they put in there a lot of elemental resistances on them i noticed but one main thing that i've been noticing on my legendary runs of it i'm getting a lot of bonus uh enemies i think i told you already in person but I'm really salty because my first ever legendary run, I ran it with no bonus units. And I got, how much was it? Seven. I got seven of those light elementals. I actually had, you know how you do five regular runs? I had three bonus runs in one run. Yeah. I had a total of eight. And I got zero bonus on that. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. Yeah. Not to mention how hard I'm getting trolled with the ticket summon. I spent maybe 15 or 20 tickets, and I got two Kupipis, and I had one that I had from the previous banners. <laughs> nice, dude. I'm raking it in. I, I did the same thing. I rolled, how many did I roll? Maybe 10 tickets, and I got I got a decent amount. I maxed out my team with Kupipis and one Yokim. But then I rolled the 10 plus 1 weekly ticket that came out uh, early this week. Got nothing. I got one extra Kupipi out of that. Nice. That's better then, than I got. I got random three stars and two golds that I don't even remember what they were. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't get anything decent. Besides, I guess you can call Kupipi decent right now because it adds to the team, but that's about yeah. it. Um, and then I did three more rage pulls in which I got things like Russell and Shadow. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> I love it when I see Shadow up here because <laughs> he's literally the most useless unit in the game, I remember when I was reading <clears throat> a Shadow Review, he was the first ever four-star unit. I, back in the day when we were playing, you used to be able to pull him, and he could appear as a three-star or a four-star base. Yeah. And they, they changed that later on in an update, but <clears throat> I pulled him as a four-star base, and I thought he was the coolest unit ever. And I read a review, and it says, he's literally garbage, and he has... Uh, I think his trust master is something like escape. And he's like, well, maybe then once you get it, you can stop using him or something like that. You can just like run away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because he's just shadows really bad. But I still like him because he was my first ever somewhat higher end unit. (laughs) And then Russell is just I love getting because of the memes because I know I can post about it. (laughs) Russell, man, trolling everybody. Yeah. Uh, but that's pretty much the event. It's going well, apparently, for both of us, given the circumstances. 
<clears throat> so the this is the first King Mog event that's featuring one unit of choice summon ticket. So one out of ten summon ticket. Oh, you had to bring that up. I well, you, we have to talk about it. All it's right. part of it's part of the King Mog. It is a hundred percent the first thing that I work towards to buy before. Yeah. Well, I got tickets to max out my team, and then after that, uh, the unit of choice one out of ten ticket. Tell me your feelings about this. It's cool. You get a ticket. I mean, I understand. There's been a lot of rage in the community about. The fact that we are getting one and it's going to cost us 150k versus JP that gets two. I think one is 1k and the other is 150k. Yeah. But I know recently Gumi has come out and said that they're going to at least give us two per month. So they're exploring other methods to give us the other ticket. Now, me personally, I'm not too upset. Either way, I'm happy to get anything because it's free. But I know there's a lot of players that don't share that sentiment. And I think at this point, it's just, let's just wait and see how they give us that second ticket. Yeah, the community is going wild over this yeah, one It's a real ticket. hot topic, yeah. It is. It's the, the source of a lot of rage. I know a lot of people are talking about it on literally anything Gumi posts. All of the comments are like <laughs> related to this. Man, it's so sad. I thought I put out a funny little Twitter post about my Kupipi in the hyperbolic time chamber and nobody liked it. <laughs> I didn't even see it. They're like, what? It's not raging about unit of choice tickets? Ignore. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No, I have my Kupipi because I'm too cheap to spend cactuses on her. I have her decked out in as much experience plus gear as possible. I think she gets something like 2.8 or 2.3 times. Yeah. Yeah, so she's she's in the hyperbolic time chamber. I take her everywhere, I'm trying to max her out, so I at least have something decent. Maybe it'll help you clear it with more bonus units. In that case, I don't. I actually have more space in my team. I can clear it with my two chainers, which is two Tituses, and a friend, just a decently equipped friend, Shantoto or Dark Dark Lord. Do you have Squalls TMR? Shadow Lord, sorry. Squall's TMR, the Lionheart, or do you mean yeah. the Super Trust Master? No, 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 the Lionheart. Yeah, I do. Why don't you just go in with Squall? One what carry, that's all you need. You just put in Squall and he can do it on his own? Yeah, I literally solo it with Squall. Damn, I'll give it a shot. That's a, that's a good advice. Maybe I can roll for can... one more Kupipi. Yeah, that way you can fit one more bonus unit in. I'll give I it a take... shot. I take Squall, he can one shot everything in there and then the only time that i struggle quote unquote is if it's bonus rounds but that's only with mana so as long as you manage your mana well you're fine mm -hmm. <clears throat> but it kind of gives you that extra slot you might get an extra 50 percent, or if you can get a yokim and get a 75 percent, that'd be pretty good i'm not i'm not gonna hold my breath i'm not that lucky this time around who knows those uh 250 half price dailies are pretty good sometimes. I saw a rainbow come down today and I was excited. And I was like, finally, I get something decent on this event. <laughs> and it was, who was it again? It was a Final Fantasy 15 unit, I think. It was, I can't remember his name now, the tanky guy with the big oh, sword. Um, shoot, what is his name? 
Noctis's bodyguard. I can't Glad- remember right Gladiolus. now. Gladiolus, yeah. Which, I mean, he's okay. I'm, I'm not upset it's a five-star, but I was just like, come on, man. Give me, give me something. Hey, man, sometimes that's what happens. Sometimes you're like me, and you're just, it's just raining uh, flame lords. That's all I seem to get out of rainbows. It's too bad you get them so late, because Flame Lord is actually, he used to be one of the best units. He used to be so good. Now I have yeah. like six of him, and I'm like, what do I do with you? He's been outclassed, unfortunately. Oh, well. What can you do? Hopefully so what he'll kind go of, seven What items star. are you looking forward to besides the unit of choice ticket? I like, well, obviously, you're. I'm looking at Trust Moogles, as per usual. Any tickets that are in there, rare summon tickets four-star guarantee tickets, all that kind of stuff. I clear that out first. And then I'm really liking the axe that's in here, the Ulfhedin, Ulfhedine. I don't know how to pronounce that. The it's, a nice, it's a nice two-handed weapon, and I like its, <clears throat> its store LB effect. It's pretty nice. Yeah, increase LB gauge fill rate is really nice on it. And it benefits from the two-handed weapon bonus effect, where it actually does more than 100% damage on average. So it has a range of 110 to 190%, which is, I think it averages out to, I want to say 150. That's just some mental math, but it's around there. Yeah, I think it's 150. Yeah. That's actually dead on. If there are any axe-wielding true double-hand units, they're going to love this thing. Yeah, especially if they have a decent LB, because that, that, honestly, anything that increases LB gauge fill rate is really good for top-tier units. Almost any seven-star unit these days has a pretty insane limit limit burst. Yeah, and it's a lot of them are expensive to get. Like thirty-six burst stones is a lot. And it's nice that you don't have to waste an extra slot on yeah, built limit burst filling. Yeah, because normally you'd have to waste either an accessory slot or a materia slot for this effect. So it's nice that it comes built in on a weapon that's decent. I mean, it, the attack of one hundred and twelve is lackluster, but it's not bad either. I think, actually, I think it's really, really good given where they put the weapon. It's a King Mog weapon. Yeah, I mean, considering it's some, free, basically. It's only 15,000. Some, some TMRs don't even have 100 and, 112 attack, right? So I think it's pretty good given its uh, effects on top of its decent attack. And it's not too expensive. It's only 15,000 currency. Yeah, that's the saving grace, especially if you're a newer player. You're definitely going to want to pick this up. 15,000. Do you remember Revolver from Squall's event? Yes. That thing cost like, what, 125,000? Yep. And it was only 130 attack. So this thing has slightly less attack, but I think a really cool effect, and it's way, way cheaper. Oh, yeah. It's like Squall's weapon was 10 times more expensive. It's crazy. And there's also a nice mag plus 30% which I'm definitely going to pick up. I've I've been focusing on Trustmasters that buff my attacking units, so my mag materia is really lacking, so this is going to help me out a bit. I have tons of mag materia, but I like this because oftentimes it's good to have two or three mages on those mage-heavy events or mage-heavy battles. Yeah, especially because when you're running mages, most people are going to be running tornado chainers. And then a chain capper of some sort. So you're at least going to want two. And yeah, if you have the space, a chain capper. So always nice to see these mag plus 30%. And it's cheap as well, 12,000. Yeah, it's really, really good. Another one of those things I'd 
I'd pick up. Same. The great sword is pretty good as well. The light element, 78 attack. It's not the greatest piece of equipment out there. It's. I think it's good for new players, but anybody who's been playing for a while has Excalibur, so... I was gonna I was gonna say the nice thing here is that it's a one-handed greatsword. New players are gonna get a lot of use out yeah. of it with the light element and 78 attack. It's yeah. pretty good. And it's only six thousand currency. Like if you're new, I would hundred percent pick this up. Like it's a great weapon. I'm gonna pick this up anyway, because I'm a completionist. Same. But just stating for for how good it is, if you have Excalibur, it's this is gonna sit in your inventory. Oh yeah, definitely. It's literally a weaker version of it. Yep, 100%. And I think there's Durandal. This might be slightly better than Durandal, but other than that, not much to say about this. What no. do you think of the units? Who do you want to start with first? Let's, you know, normally we start with the best and finish with the TMR container. Let's go bottom to top. Let's start with our favorite girl, Kupipi. You know what's funny? I actually don't think there is a TMR container on this there actually, banner. There actually isn't. They're all six-star max or above. Because so. I'm looking at Kupipi. Her TMR is okay. It's decent. Nothing to write home about. But what I really like about her is with her six-star update that went live with this event, she's actually a decent white mage. I was, I was really surprised. Yeah, they did her a solid with this update. I mean, she's not as good as your top-tier 5-star base white mages. She's never going to compare to Ayaka, to uh, CG Fina, and then even the the Pudgelist white mage that was on the Star Ocean banner, I think, is, a, is better than her. But if, if you're starting out or you've been really unlucky and you haven't been able to pull a decent white mage... With her three-star base, it means she's pretty common, so you're likely eventually to run into her. And I think she's actually really solid, probably just one or two tiers below somebody like Ayaka or CG Fina. Given the fact that she can heal the basic statuses to everybody, as well as heal HP in one ability, and I believe it counts as white magic too, right? It's not actually I an ability. I don't think so. I think the Roland berries are great. Oh, it's it is a special ability. ability. You're right. Yeah. But it's still not bad because, for example, somebody like Ayaka who has Purify, mm -hmm. it's also an ability that heals. Except in this case, her ability is a pure Esunaga built in with a Kyuraga. So you're combining two things in one. Whereas Ayaka is a little bit better because she'll remove also Petrify and things like that disease, whereas this won't. Yeah, that's true. So there's still a clear distinction. But she does come with triple cast, which I think she's the first white mage to receive triple white magic. I haven't had a chance actually star. to look at Ayaka's enhanced abilities. I don't know what was enhanced. She doesn't but... get triple cast. Because I've enhanced my Ayaka. I did it almost instantly because getting her stop clearance thing awakened lets her uh re add resistance to stop on top of curing it so that's like amazing um but there's nothing that increases her casting like some stat increases more healing more mp etc like nothing that gives her multicast yet on top of like she has dual white magic but 
I think Kupipi is the first of probably a long line of white ma- white mages that are going to be getting triple cast. Yeah, and she's a three-star base. So, I mean, triple white magic is behind an ability, so you, you can only use it every two turns. Yeah. But if you ever have a turn with your white mage to set up, I know in some trials or battles, sometimes my white mage doesn't have much to do in between her healing turns. Mm-hmm. So... It's a very good time to use this, and then you can triple white magic on the following turn. And I mean, she's really helped with with having her six star form has rays. She has Protectga and Shelga for a bit of for a bit of support, and then she also Kiraga. Yeah, and then Kiraga. So she has pretty much everything you need in a budget healer. And then even her six star limit burst is, was enhanced in, a lot. And it even it'll buff your defense and spirit by eighty percent at level one, on top of healing. So I think she's just a good mage. She suffers because she doesn't have re-raise, which comes in handy in a lot of situations. And then she also struggles because she doesn't have any Esunaga or Dispelga, so she can only dispel one person at a time. Yeah. And Esunaga would have been nicer than Roland Berries are great because. With dual cast or triple cast, you could Esunaga, and then you do not necessarily have to heal. You can stack it with one of her other magic spells. But, I mean, for a three-star base, I rate she's probably the best three-star base white mage and probably beats out some of the better four-star base white mages. Like, I uh, can't think of her name right now. The Water Priestess and then the Chocobo Girl. Uh, I know who you're talking about. They used for to be some reason. I can't Nicole's remember her sister. Name yeah, yeah. It's I know her <laughs> name. It's just on the tip of my tongue, and I can't think of it now. But they used to be pretty top tier, and I think she, this three star with her six star awakening, actually competes with them. Yeah, I agree. And we didn't even mention it because it was in her five star, but she has twenty percent damage mitigation in her kit. Yep. So, I mean, just overall, a little bit of everything and really good. She's a pretty decent little unit, to be honest. Like, I can't say anything bad about her. One of the better three stars to come out recently. I agree. And then her TMR is not even that bad as well. I mean, uh, the fire, light, and dark resistance up by 30 on an accessory is really, really good. Uh, Tough to find that much resistance on multiple things on almost any piece of equipment let alone an accessory. So that's pretty awesome, actually. Yeah, that's decent. All right, enough about Kupipi. Let's go on to our stone-throwing bard, Joachim. I, just, I love his TMR name, Dur de Blah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, overall, a pretty okay weapon. It's a harp. Harps have really struggled in this game. Most of them are doo-doo. This one I like because it gives you 30% light resistance, which is any type of resistance is difficult to find on weapons. So if you can find it, it could come in handy in some situations. Other than that, the harp for me is just eh, okay, but not amazing. It has decent uh, spirit for units that can only equip harps. Like if you can't equip staves... It's hard to find good spirit. So, but the problem for me is he's a bard, and his songs are not going to get better with more spirit. I know that. I know. And most most harp wielders are also bards, and then anybody who doesn't use harps is usually a white mage that can use staves. And a lot of the TMR staves or the good staves are going to outstrip this in spirit. 
by a oh, long yeah, shot. Oh, yeah, 100%. I just mean if if you're struggling because you don't have a white mage that can equip stabs for whatever reason, all you have is a bard. I mean, I wouldn't put bad. trust trust Moogles into this. No, I'm, I wouldn't waste trust Moogles. If you get... If you manage to get, uh, what, is it, what would it be, 20 Yoakims? Yeah. <laughs> go ahead and fuse them up. up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but don't don't waste your trust moogles on this trust master. Save Over, them for something better. Overall, he's your pretty standard bard. I as, actually, you know what? This is another unit that I really, really like as a budget unit. I mean, his yeah. TMR is lackluster, but his abilities, I think they're great. He's fantastic at uh, buffing, honestly. He's a great support unit. He's from... a great support, and he even comes with a bit of magic. He can't match Kupipi in white magic, but he has Asuna, which is single target, Dispel, which can come in handy, and then Kiraga. Having Dispel on extra units is always useful. Always so... nice, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And then the other thing I like is he's one of the first non-5-star or 7-star units with a timed ability or cooldown ability mm -hmm. and it's cool because it buffs his other songs so <clears throat> if you use his cooldown ability for example it's available on turn one mm -hmm. and then you use one of his songs any one of them they all last two turns mm -hmm. it'll buff them and then by the time he's done singing his cooldown ability will be off cooldown and he can that'll be his pattern right and then his yeah. his buffs are decent 120 percent attack mag or defense spirit if you have soul voice up if you don't it's 90 percent. so i mean he compares pretty well to somebody like cg nickel or awaken zargabath and yep. the only thing that really hurts him is he's a bard so he's locked in for those turns yeah but i mean he's also a four-star unit so it's you know you gotta there's a trade-off there honestly as far as units go the fact so okay he has attack mag buffs defense spirit buffs a lot of units come with similar things his is really really high 100 percent agree the craziest thing for me is that they gave him an mp refresh that's as much as 100 mp yeah 50 Which mp a, a turn for two turns yeah that's a that's good for only spent you spend 24 mp and you effectively give everyone 100 yeah. That's really good. Yeah, I really like this unit. I think if you don't have CG Nickel or Sargapath or any of the five-star bards like Roy, mm -hmm. this guy is a great pull. He's a great support unit. Yep, I 100% agree. And then his, the nice thing, so this is what I love when uh, they come up with these units and their limit bursts don't like using the limit burst doesn't take away from the purpose of the character it just enhances it so for this mm -hmm. guy it takes literally all of his songs puts it into one and gives it to the team so his limit burst at six stars mitigating damage 30 percent healing refreshing and increasing defense and spirit in my opinion that's that's the right way to go for these supportive type units and their limit bursts yeah, it's nice. Because oftentimes what I find, even with tanks, tanks are the worst almost for this. You don't even want to use their limit burst most of the time because you need. I'd rather spend that turn doing something else, you know? Like look at Bosch, for example. Yeah, his limit burst is just doo-doo. I use it just for fun sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, I have nothing else to do. Might <laughs> just as the well. style on the boss or whatever. Yeah. Like, look, I don't got to even try. Pretty much. <laughs> Let me use Bosch. You know, I feel so sad because... I didn't realize how much trust trust master not trust master 
uh, limit burst pots it would take to max out a seven star unit. So I, when we got all those burst pots way yeah, back when, saved them. yeah, I dumped the, I maxed out my Bosch's limit burst just for fun. <laughs> I'm regretting that now. Yeah, because it's so useless. Because now instead of oh, 2k, man. it does like 4k. <laughs> Such a waste. Oh man. Oh well, I regret nothing. You you just said you regret it 100%. Yeah, but then I changed my mind. It's, you're allowed to change your opinion with new information, right? It's a sign of maturity. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, let's All move right. on. Uh, so, Shadow Lord is next. He looks pretty ominous and cool. Yeah, I like him. He's nice. His boots are on fire. That's pretty nifty. Yeah, they're covered in shadow flame. All right, let's uh, work this guy from top to bottom. Not really, though. Um, let's just focus on the unique abilities that we're interested in and then his seven star capabilities. So let me first start by saying this guy has one of the best TMRs in the game. Increase attack by 30% when wearing when using a sword and increase attack by 30% when wearing a helm. So that's a 60% attack and most physical DPS units will be using both of those items. So really easy 60% for most physical DPS units. So anybody like your Onion Knights, your uh, Tituses, all these units that are going to be 7 star are going to be very, very powerful chainers. Mm -hmm. They would love this TMR. It's going to really bring back Helms as an accessory. Most people are using like Prish's Hairpin or stuff yeah. like that. So for DPS units, stocking up on Helms that increase attack are going to yeah. be great. And I mean, Prish's Hairpin wouldn't be too used. It's mostly used for true double hand units anyway. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I mean, there probably will be some true double hand units that can also use this, that equip swords. So overall, just a solid TMR if you can pick this up. Definitely put your trust Moogles into this and not into Dur de Blah. Well, if you... Yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to say that if you have uh, Gilgamesh's 7-star Super TMR, for example, I've seen yeah. a few units... <laughs> yeah, maybe all like 7 people that have it. I've seen a few people on my friends list with it, so it's possible... That synergizes fantastically with this. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Anyways, his super TMR is awesome. Uh, attack plus 160, probably the highest attack buff. It's not bad. I mean, lightning super TMR is stronger. It has 176. The extra HP and MP is really nice. I, I mean, this would that, probably yeah. go on a tankier unit rather than an attack unit. Well, it works nice for... It works nice for uh, Dark Knights like this because they use their HP to do damage. So having a larger HP pool is sometimes useful. It depends. Most of the times it's percentage-based. So even if you have more HP, it just takes more HP. So I think Saga Singer is a good weapon. If you have nothing, like 160 attack is a lot. But if you have something like Lightning, Super Trust, Master, definitely I would use that over this. Unless you're equipping it to Shadow Lord, because I think Shadow Lord gets a bonus for having it equipped to himself, like most 7-star units. Yep. Yeah, increase resistance to all status ailments by 100%, and then increase the modifier to most of his abilities. So on Shadow Lord, this is definitely amazing. On other people, Lightnings is better. Yeah. So what are you looking at for his abilities? What do you like? I I enjoy how much uh, synergy he has with his seven star ability, his blood weapon, that enhances a lot of his other abilities. 
this is one of those units that, as a 6-star, he's garbage. And as a 7-star, I think he's probably one of the best units out right now. Yeah, which is crazy. Like, Well, it's purely because of Blood Weapon. I was going to say, and he gets it instantly. Uh, as soon as you 7-star him, he has Blood Weapon. Yeah, and then that's when he really becomes the chain-capping monster that he is. Yes. I mean, like, his abilities go... Like, they honestly double in damage after using blood weapon so he's a really interesting unit because he has mana storm or mana strum and transfusion so he can heal himself and he can heal his own mp and then the other cool thing is if you use blood weapon and then use another one of his abilities right after they have extremely enhanced effects yeah that's that's what i was getting like it literally doubles or triples yeah at all, like all of the ability and Blood Weapon's cooldown is only three turns, so you can tell that his kit is built to revolve around this special oh, yeah. ability. A hundred percent. So I was going to say um, Cross Smash, which is something you'd probably use a lot with this guy. Yeah. Um, starts physical damage two and a half, uh, ignore defense, or decrease defense, sorry, it's a break by 50%, and a dark resistance break by 60%. But after Blood Weapon, the damage triples... You get 10% extra defense break and a 100% dark resistance breaks for five turns, which is crazy. It's like the abilities become astronomical in comparison. Yeah, he has a really good five turn setup for his like for a one hit KO. It takes a long time, which is one of his drawbacks because I mean, five turns is a long time to set up. Yeah. But his damage output, like if you average it out over five turns and compare it to most of the other seven star units out there right now, I think he only loses out to two of them. I can't remember what they are, but I think he's either third or fourth in terms yeah, of Yeah, he's damage. pretty good, honestly. Like uh if you do the full setup properly, it's Yeah, so what really you want to do is you want to use Blood Weapon turn one and then use his cross smash. It reduces mm -hmm. their defense by sixty percent, reduces their dark resistance by a hundred, all for five turns. <clears throat> and then you have a third turn. You can do whatever the hell you want because you're, you're just waiting for Blood Weapon to come off cooldown. And then you're going to use Blood Weapon again on turn four, and then you're going to use Dynamic Implosion on turn five for massive damage because it's 18 times <clears throat> dark damage on one single hit. So you're going to use this to cap a chain. <clears throat> and, and that's really where this guy all, like not all, but probably 90 to 80% of this guy's damage output comes on turn five. Yep, that's pretty much the combo with this guy. Yeah, he has other things you can use. Like, obviously, any battle isn't going to be that straightforward. Sometimes you're going to have to deviate from the combo. But for the most part, if everything is going the way it's supposed to, that's what you're going to be doing with him. Yeah, exactly. And then if if necessary, he does have Spawn Shadow, which negates two damage, two physical damage things, and then auto-revive. <laughs> I love the auto-revive in case you kill yourself. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much why that's there. I remember Dark Knight Cecil used to struggle with that in the uh, dual-wield meta, because he would, uh, he, his HP cost was higher than his HP, yeah. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I, I used him for a little bit. <laughs> you had to time your Kuraga just right, if you didn't want him to die. Yeah, that was back when re-raise wasn't that uh, common. Yeah, there were very few units who had it. None that I had. Um, one other thing that I love about this guy is that when using his TMR, he's resistant to all status ailments, which is amazing. Um, I know that a lot of units that I have are susceptible to like 
confusion or like the super annoying ones. You know what I mean? Yep. So that's nice that he has that on top of being able to dish out crazy amounts of damage. He's an awesome unit, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't roll super hard for him because he will be left behind as we get more and more seven stars. But if you do happen to get him, I, I would not be upset. He's really good. Especially right yeah. now. Right now he's one of the top tiers, so I wouldn't yeah, I wouldn't roll for him. He's gonna be he's gonna be outclassed really quickly. But like you said, if you get him, you get him. If you don't, you don't. Alright, we have one more unit to cover, and it's the banner uh cover unit, Livid Shintoto. She looks super angry, but Yeah, she looks livid. So um, you really like this unit, so tell me about her. I do. I, I do like her. I, Anyways, let's just talk about it. I'll give my opinion as we go. Yeah, definitely. Uh, she's a mage, obviously, uh, just like Shintoto herself. Uh, just way stronger and kind of different. She's more of like a single target mage. So at 7 star, she does get access to triple cast, but almost all of her abilities are single target magic damage. But she can get access to... AoE damage, it's just they're usually they're locked behind some abilities. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. So she does have a twelve a twelve turn cooldown ability <laughs> called Mana Spring. That's mm-hmm. her time gated thing. That unlocks arrow uh wind, ice, fire, stone, thunder, and water. So what I love about this ability is the effect refresh three thousand nine hundred and ninety-six MP split over four turns so for four turns they're gonna get 999 mp per turn and the reason i love this is because this used to be the black mage's ultimate ability in yeah, final, final fantasy 11, 11. you cast this and then none of your spells cost any mana for however long it's active i can't remember how long it was up for but you just want to spam your spells during this yeah such a such a cool little shout, shout out. out yeah it's it was actually a really really nice addition there yeah these unlocked abilities are ridiculously strong. So first, she does have triple cast with her super, uh, with her TMR equipped. So you're getting basically all the elements covered, all the base elements. You're not getting light and dark, I think. Yeah. And they stack three times. So that means in one triple cast, it's fully stacked. And they're doing 10 to 10 and a half, uh, sorry, 10 to 10.25 times damage. Essentially 10 times the 0.25 was put in there, like the progression was put in there as another shout out to Final Fantasy XI because the order you see them in is the order you learn them in Final Fantasy XI. Yeah. And the higher level ones do slightly more damage. Yeah. And so that's why they, they put it in there as kind of a little, a little shout, shout out. But out it's, again, yeah. I mean, I guess Thundaga compared to Stonga is potentially decent 0.25 more, but otherwise it's, you know, comparing one to another it's mostly the same pretty much the same but the point is that you can spam out damage during this time like you're triple casting 10 times lightning magic damage if you're capping chains with this girl it's going to be crazy and then her limit burst synergizes ridiculously well for two reasons one it's an enfeeble for all the elements she does so she breaks fire ice lightning water wind and earth by 70 percent and then enables access to those same abilities for three turns. 
So yep. those are the two ways you can get access to them. The time-gated one and then her limit burst as well. Well, you also have Elemental Seal. Yeah. Which also will give you access to them for two turns. So, I mean, she has multiple ways where she can get access to these abilities. The only drawback is they're very expensive. So triple casting, you're going to pay full MP for every cast. Mm -hmm. And then obviously the other thing is you have to use or waste a turn to use that activation ability. Yes. So Mana Spring is ideal because you're going to get a mag buff. With four turns of use. With refresh, which is going to be key because these cost a lot of mana. Mm -hmm. And then, for example, but if you need it in a pinch, Elemental Seal is good. It increases your mag by 300%, but only for one action. And then it just gives you access to these for two turns. Yep. So that's her general idea. She's a crazy single target elemental mage, and I like it. Yeah. Her non-awakened or non-special abilities are also pretty good. They also each, <clears throat> they stack five times each, so mm -hmm. not quite as quickly, but they reach a max of 8.5, which is yeah, respectable. Mm -hmm. And each individual cast costs way less compared to the, the Ga spells. Yeah. And then she also comes with Flood 2 and Flare 2, which is what Flood and Flare should have been. Because yeah, really. the problem with flare is it decreases water resistance. And the problem with flood is it decreases lightning resistance. It's, it's just so it stupid. So yeah, I don't know why they bought Flood 2 and that. flare 2 will actually decrease the proper element. <laughs> Thank <laughs> God. They've learned. Yep. One other thing that's unique about Livid Shintoto is she's a double hand mage. So she has a 7-star passive ability that increases equipment mag when single-wielding any weapon. Mm -hmm. So you really want to only have one staff and then buff using that. Yeah, so if you have that materia, I think it's called uh, Might of... What's it called? Wizards something? It was on the... Kaliva. I, I, I yeah. remember the unit's name. I don't remember his TMR. I can't remember it either right Unmatched now. Unmatched Wizardry. Unmatched Wizardry. That's what it was. You definitely yeah. want Unmatched Wizardry on her. <laughs> yes. Uh. So she's the first... I think the first mage that comes with a built-in magic double hand thing. No, I think the other ones have it too. For single um, wielding? I know specifically. Renoa has it. She gets 60% as well for single wielding. But I don't, uh, I don't know about Dark Fina and Seabreeze Dark Fina. That one's up in the air. But I know for sure Renoa and then Shantoto as well. But I mean, both seven stars. Yeah, very true. So Renoa does have it. I don't think the Dark Fina, Dark Fina or Seabreeze Fina have it. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't have either of those two at seven stars, so I'm not as familiar. I have Dark Fina. Um, and I dual wield with her. Maybe I'm an idiot for doing that. Apparently, but uh, no, it, I'm just double. I was just double checking on it. Um, it's the same. You can single wield or dual wield. Uh, it's the same equipment mag increase. Even for Dark Fina. Yep. Mm -hmm. So Renoa has the same idea. You can single wield or dual wield. Single wielding is 10% better. Dual wielding is 50% yeah. increase. That's you know. another thing that Shantoto is held back by a little bit because you're forced to have single wield. So anybody who doesn't have unmatched wizardry, mm -hmm. their Shantotos really won't be able to shine. Yeah, that's true. It is pretty hard to find 
high mag equipment as well. And I mean, the, the only problem is, is Kaliva is a limited unit. So until King's Knight comes back around, as they do a rerun for it, which I think they've already actually done one. Mm-hmm. If you don't have unmatched wizardry, you're gonna you're, you're gonna get significantly less power out of Shantoto compared to some of the other seven star mages. Well, it, yeah, I mean, probably she's not like I feel like Shantoto is one of those mages that's gonna be outclassed pretty quickly, anyways. She to is be perfectly yeah. honest. Like just looking at her, she's really strong right now. My favorite thing about Shantoto is you can triple cast. As long as you have your her TMR equipped, so it's not locked behind anything. Like for example, Renoa's is locked behind a timed ability, but Shantoto's. As long as you have her TMR equipped to her, she's always going to have chain spell available. So that's that's a nice plus for a Shantoto. And I mean, obviously, super versatile. She covers every single element except light and dark, but she has special abilities built in that also do light and dark damage. Yeah. So that's pretty much it for uh, the content of this week. I know there was a few other things released, like the um, the new trial for last week's event, where you fight Marchenko. They put out Vinda Meatrix, which is a another trial. And then they did announce a few things, but we are putting out another podcast later this week, so we'll discuss more of this stuff at that time sounds good any final remarks from your side no not really i mean three star unit great four star unit great the two five stars on the banner also great i prefer shadow lord slightly to shantoto but if you have unmasked wizardry shantoto also really good yeah i agree with that um the three and four star units are fantastic especially for new players and then the seven stars are great, but just by looking at them, I feel like they're going to be outclassed in the next within the next month for sure. Anyways, that's all the time we have for this episode in particular. We will be back again, as I mentioned, later this week with another episode. So look forward to that. Very, 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 very sorry for missing last week. Hopefully we can make it up to you with this double, double episode week. <laughs> Yeah, you get you get twice the idiocy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We'll catch you in the next episode. Peace. All right, see you guys later. Hey guys, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you could please like or subscribe to the podcast, it would really help us out.